Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. I want you to cast your mind back to when you were younger and you were living at home with the man, or the ma, or just the da, or just the ma, whatever the case may be. Uh, Were you asked to hand up anything? And if so, how much was it? I want you to get your phone out right now. But I have to have a drink, by the way. My voice has gone... Mm. I've done so much talking in the last hour. Worse than not boiling. Sorry, what's wrong? What? Do I, Ashing's asking me, do I want water? No, I have water, thanks. Just my mouth is very dry uh, tonight. Nothing that an L3 and one won't sort out after the show, but there we go. Anyway, um, yes, cast your mind back to when you lived at home with the man, Dad. Did you have to hand up any money? What was the arrangement as regards uh, money? I want you to get your WhatsApp out now and send me a WhatsApp with the figure of, let's say, per week that you had to hand up to your parents. So... What's up? 87 188 And I want to ask you another question. Do you think it's morally acceptable? Yeah, I just like that. Morally acceptable for a mother to charge her 18-year-old rent. 18 years of age. Probably only has a part-time job. Probably only earns a few quid every week. Because a mother on social media has faced backlash after she revealed that she charges her teen daughter rent. She posted up a video uh, online, I think it was on TikTok, uh, where she admitted to charging her daughter rent. Uh, The mother's name is Kat. And Kat started receiving comments from people asking why she was charging her daughter, Letitia, rent to live at home. One person said to Kat, let your daughter live her childhood. She's 18, for God's sake. She shouldn't be paying rent. Now, Kat got annoyed and put up a follow-up video where she said, I've had so many negative comments about me charging Letitia rent or board that I don't want to hear it. She pays $50, so it's an American parent, so $50, so €45. She pays €45 a week and it goes into an investment fund so that when she's old enough to move out or when she wants to buy her own house, she's going to have money there. So I feel like I'm setting her up for success while at the same time teaching her about the real world because the real world ain't free to live in. So that's what she said. I think it's a very good argument. I agree with her completely. I think as soon as your um, children are earning any sort of money, even if it's only a couple of quid every week, you should take uh, a fraction of that money off them. Purely to teach them that, uh, that the world is not all roses. That things cost money. And one of those things that cost money is rent. And there's no such thing as living rent free. But a lot of people are very annoyed with her. I would like to hear from you. 087-188-0008. What was the situation in your house when you were growing up? Were you charged rent by your parents? And if you have teenagers living at home, uh, do you charge them anything? Uh, how much do you charge them? Let me know. What's up me? 087-188-0008. Now, Kira, you actually agree with that woman, do you? 100%. Wow, okay. Uh, so well, actually, when I, I was talking to Ashleen there and um, I actually got confused about your topic because I saw a different video during the week which I really did not agree with. And it was a daughter recording the parents because I can't remember 
the daughter was, I don't know, early 20s, I can't remember. Um, but the parents were charged near 150 a week, wow. which I thought was a bit extreme. Now, I didn't agree with that one. But no, the what, equivalent of, what, 40 euro, and it's going, it's not even going to the parents, it's going into, like, the 18-year-old bank account. Absolutely fantastic idea. Yeah, 100% agree with it. I have um, two kids. Okay, what, what age are your kids? They're, um, one was 12 in September, and one will be six in two and a half weeks. And since the day they were born, I have taught them... Um, to confidence, independence, um, you know, to be self-sufficient. I was just saying to Ashleen there, like my almost six-year-old, she'll get up in the morning, she'll go downstairs, she'll make either her toast or her Weetabix, get her orange juice, she'll get her little Actimel, she'll go into the sitting room, have that, then when she's finished, she'll bring them into the kitchen, and then she'll go upstairs, get dressed, all without bothering me. So that's someone that has been trained to be self-sufficient. What age? What age is she? She is. She'll be. Um, she'll be six in two and a half weeks, and mm. she was eight weeks pram. Now, I assume your six-year-old doesn't have a, a paid job. Like she's not working no. in Tesco's. No. By the way, Tesco's no. do not hire six-year-olds. I just want to say. Um, no. But now she, she gets rewarded for it. Like you know, when she does something good, I'll get her a little kid to reg or a treat, and she's really, really grateful. Like she appreciates everything she gets. But like, no, I teach my kids to be, like, I've never been, I've never had what I call an on-the-hip baby. I've never, like, you know when they were babies and they were about to reach a milestone, like if they were about to crawl, yeah. I'd put the toy a bit away from them and I wouldn't get it for them. I'd let them do it themselves, you know, that kind of way. So I you never, you you believe as this mother believes that, uh, I mean, 18 years of age. Now, I have to say, when I lived at home, I wasn't handing up money uh, at all um, until I was, I can't remember, God, it was late 20s anyway. Um, And to be honest with you, when I moved out then I ended up having to pay rent. It did come as a shock because you go from a situation where, and it was great living at home, all my income, I was getting paid by the month at the time. I was a waiter at the time, or was I a chef? I can't remember anyway. And um, my wages would go in every month. And all that money was literally for me and I would spend it on, you know, I was buying, I was buying bloody clothes in Brown Thomas. That'll tell you how ridiculous uh, yeah. I was. And um, when I moved out then and had to pay bills, uh, I realised, my God, it hit me like a, a, a ton of bricks. Yeah, well, I started working now part-time at 16, you know, a couple of nights in pubs, like the rest of us. Um, and I was living at home now, I was an only child. It was just me and mum, and I was I was miracle baby. I was the baby she was told she was never had, so I was spoiled a bit. Um, and but I was one of those, of course, I was one of those teachers or teachers to hear me teenagers. Um, that you know, I, I I knew everything, and you know, I knew the whole world, and I moved out at seventeen. Um, so I was paying my own rent at seventeen. Um, but then, unfortunately, like my mom was the only family I had, and she died when I was just gone twenty, and I was left with nothing. There was no house, there was no will. So, you so were literally, none, you were literally left, you were literally left to fend for yourself, weren't you? Yeah, and fighting off debtors as well at twenty. So I, I had to grow up pretty fast, pretty, pretty fast. So, um. 
And do yeah, you do you think do you think that's the best way to parent uh, children by not uh, wrapping them in what's it called helicopter parenting? Isn't that what it's called? Where you? Oh, I can't you... stand it. I can't stand it. Like I told you recently um, on a different show about where my mom gave me a little get bit the, of freedom. Get the plug in there. Major. Get the plug in there. Sorry, go on. Yeah. What? I was just saying, get the old plug in there, different show. Go on, I didn't so. know if I was allowed. I didn't know if I was allowed. Go and get troll. You can say uh, whatever you want. Okay, I told you recently on Opinions Matter. There we go, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> I get in trouble for that in the morning. Go on, Annie, what did you tell me? I can't remember. I what? want royalties for that now. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, so I I friends when I was a teenager. Now, my mom gave me a bit of freedom at the time. I had two friends who were totally wrapped up, weren't yep. allowed to breathe. And at 16, 17, one of them had a teenage pregnancy and the other one ended up getting her stomach pumped from too much alcohol. Oh, lovely, lovely. Um, so, yeah, helicopter yeah. parenting can sometimes be bad. Uh, stay there for a second, please, Kira. Let me go to, uh, who have we got there? James. James, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits. How are you? Good evening, how are you? Now, you come from a large family. How large are we talking? Oh, nine. Nine kids? Yeah. Wow, okay. So, what was the situation? Well, once you started working, you, you handed up. And, it, and I always remember, it was a rite of passage. If you got a job, you were kind of left alone. But once you start drinking and coming in with a hangover, my dad was like, right, that's it. You've obviously more money than you need. Or yeah, see, the key is not to come in uh, drunk in front of your parents. But as... it, it was just, it was like, uh, like you, you probably have a little bit too much. Um, but in fairness, uh, when we all started saving, my mum would say, right, you're saving for a house, you don't hand up. But that was a couple of years while you worked. And I remember my mum actually found a, a payslip once and I'd worked quite a lot of overtime with you. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, hang on a so second. Fun. Were you hiding your payslips? Because I, I'm... No, it was just, I went, they went from um, being written to being printed and I don't know, I must have mislaid one. No, the, re- the reason... The reason I'm yeah. asking the reason I'm asking you that, James, is because when I was living at home and I was working as a waiter, uh, I used to hide the pay slips from my mother because I didn't want her to see how much I was earning. And I was working like sixteen hour shifts at the time. I was cleaning up, uh, but I didn't want her to see because I was afraid that she would ask. Um, but you weren't hiding them anyway. No, well, I, I kind of, I thought I was, but she found him. She's like, "Ah, here, you're fucking robbing me." Watch your language, so, Jesus. Well, you were, you were, well, you were, in fairness, robbing her, weren't you? I was, yeah. But listen, she took it in a good way. But listen, when I moved out, I was, I wasn't handed thousands back or anything like that because I came from a big family. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff to pay for. But uh, I think after moral value. The value of money is something that is really important with, with, with children and young kids. I, I'm not going to say where I used to live. Okay. Yeah, there was a lot of teenagers who wanted for nothing for reasons that it's quite obvious that parents were whatever they were. And a lot of them aren't around anymore because... They just did. They just didn't know the value of it, and they didn't treat it a way that should yeah, be treated. Well, I, I know. I, 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 I was talking about this last week on on this show, James. Uh, we were talking about Christmas and how much kids get for Christmas, and I was saying that uh, over the last year, I've tried to tell my son, who's seven now, that everything has uh, a value because he thought beforehand. He thought because obviously he knows I have Revolut on my phone. And he thought that Revolut was this magic company that just gives you money and it gives you endless amount of money and you can just go into a shop and buy anything. We were in Smith's Toys a couple of weeks ago and he saw a Lego set he wanted 
And I said, Luke, I don't have the money for that Lego set. And he says, just revolution, revolution, revolution. That's his answer to everything. And I'm like, so I had to sit him down. I had to explain to him that in order to use revolution, you have to put money into it. And in order to put money into it, you have to go out and work. And he was flabbergasted by that. He couldn't understand. Uh, he thought we all went to work for fun. Imagine that. Yeah. Well, Imagine- I've, always, I've always been quite honest with my children how things, how much things cost. Now, to a certain degree, you don't want to scare them off. And, no, no, like, you want when, them to enjoy life as well. Of, but- they'd say, oh, you must have thousands in the bank. And I, I'd, I'd laugh and I'd say, I do actually. But if I was to break it down and tell you, that to, to live in this house costs X, Y, and Z. The, with the Wi-Fi, the food, yep. the chicken roll you want every bloody day, yep. all costs. And it sometimes it blows the mind. But every now, I think every now and again it kind of dawns them that yeah, it's not a free ride, but. They're doing all right. They're definitely doing all right compared to where I came But you're right. They have to be aware of... I mean, there was huge drama in our house a couple of weeks ago because we decided that we had to get rid of one of our streaming services. So we had Disney Plus, yep, because the kids... We had Netflix. You're such a peasant. The kids would say that to me, we're peasants, and I would say, oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) Well, we decided that we had to... We had Disney Plus, we had Netflix, we had Amazon, and we had uh, Apple. And we decided we had to get rid of two of them because it was ridiculous the amount of money we were spending. And there was a big drama over us getting rid of Amazon Prime because there was programmes on it that my young fella liked. And I'm trying to explain to him, uh, and it's something that their parents always said to us, what is it, money doesn't... Grow on trees. Doesn't grow on trees. And kids need to know that, don't they? And if it did, you wouldn't be able to reach it because you're not working hard enough. Exactly. So what was the benefit uh, of you handing up money to the parents? How did it change your outlook on life? Because I just I, I knew I came from a big family that wasn't a huge amount of money. I knew I knew how hard my father worked. Um, my my mother didn't work for obvious reasons. She was at home a lot of the time. But uh, like one of the stories, my dad always worked on a Saturday. If you come in from work on a Saturday and you were still in bed, oh my god, forget about it. To be hell, he'd come in for his lunch at one o'clock. If you were still in bed, I'm in bed. <laughs> I'm in work and you're in bed. I don't think so. So you 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 were basically you were basically brought up to be self sufficient, weren't you? Yeah, but you, you kind of have to be. Like, as I said, without going into detail, I've seen kids who have had. I, I remember having friends, and they'd have hundreds of pounds. Yeah, and I'm I'm forty five. When we were t- when we were thirteen and fourteen, they'd have hundreds of pounds, and that kind of fucking that blew my mind. But without going, as I said, we're going to do a lot of these guys aren't around anymore. Because it was the life they chose, they were following for. I get you. So they had so much money that they were spending it on stuff that they shouldn't have been spent on it. Thanks. For well, no, they they'd no respect for it. No, you you don't they have never, no no. I, I remember being out with with them. They were friends at the time. I remember being out and said, oh, "Where are you going?" I said, "Where's well, got to work tomorrow?" Yeah, I, I can't. I like it'd be two or three in the morning. We'd be at a party. Oh, where are you going? Having a great night. Yeah, I've got to work. Yeah, I'm the same as you, James. Uh, I grew up uh, working hard uh, when I was in school. I was uh, a waiter. And uh, I won't tell you, actually. You would not believe. And I'm wondering, can anybody remember? I'm just going to write the number down here. And I'm going to show it to our Ashling outside. Ashling is uh, considerably younger than me, a different generation. And she would not believe how much I was paid an hour for my first job. So I'm going to write it down on a piece of paper. And uh, so I, my first job was in a restaurant in uh, Dublin, in Donnybrook, Dublin 4. And it wasn't even a waiter. It was the bottom rung of the ladder. I was a table clearer and table um, setter. Now, by the way, if you work at that job, I don't mean to insult you saying you're at the bottom of the ladder, but I'm just saying that's where I started out. And 
Oh, sorry, what? Before it was a euro symbol. What was the symbol before it was? Oh, it was a pound. God, what does a pound symbol look like? Oh, yeah, it's that thing. So I'm going to write it down. Oh, it's that thing. My God, it's weird writing the pound symbol. So my first job uh, as a table setter in a restaurant. So my job was when the customers got up and uh, left that I would have to um, clear the table and then put the knives and forks on it. And, um, oh, sorry, is he? Probably, probably bored. Sorry, I was about to go to Joe. Joe, get back on. I'll come to you in a second. This is an interesting story. And uh, there, Ashling, have a look at that. Per hour. Uh, I it was probably a seven hour shift. My God, when you think about it. Um, so that figure was. If you can remember, actually, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, I know it's separate to the discussion we're having, but uh, if you can remember how much you earned per hour in your first job. Now, I'm trying to think of the... Actually, I do know the year. The year was 1990. And I'll tell you why I remember that was because uh, it was the World Cup we were playing in Italy. So uh, I was earning this amount. And I won't tell you just yet because I want to hear what you got per hour from your first job as well. So if you can remember back, uh, send me a message now. WhatsApp me. 087-188-0008. If you can remember how much per hour did you earn in your first job? And you're going to be shocked uh, by the amount uh, that I earned. If you want to send a voice note as well, you can do so. Same number, 087-188-0008. Sorry, is, is Joe gone? Or is... Oh, Joe, I'm so- sorry I bored you to, to tears there, Joe. Are you all right? Oh, I'm not too bad. Yeah, I must I must congratulate you. You're doing a great job there on the, uh, replacing Nile, you know? Oh, thanks very much, Joe. Yeah, yeah, you're bringing a bit of fresh air now, of course. Ah, you need, you need a bit of fresh air every now yeah, and then, it, don't we, you? You really do. No, but, like, it's very hard to beat the king, like, but, you know... Relax there, Boylan is an Elvis. Relax, beat the king. <laughs> I'm doing talk radio longer than Boylan is doing it, actually. But oh yeah, I not, didn't even know who you were until last week when, yeah. when your name came up there. Ah, well that's okay. That's okay. I'm kind of a big deal in Dublin, not so much outside Dublin. Yeah, I'm from Cork to see, so no, your I'm name now would probably be Jude. Even I heard the name Dickinson, I said Crikey. He must be big, like, you know? I am big. I'm yeah, Well, I'm not, I wasn't big back in 1990. Do you know how much I used to earn an hour in 1990? I wouldn't have a clue. £1.25. Genie, mighty. That would be worth some money now, wouldn't it? Well, no, I think one twenty five is still choice, no matter what year it's yeah, in, to yeah, be honest suppose, with you. Yeah, yeah, depending on where you are. Like, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. no matter who you are or where you live, one twenty five is absolute awful. And I used to do, I was saying I did a seven-hour shift, so I came out with about nine quid. Yeah. And I remember I would go into uh, one of the CD shops or the video shops and buy a CD with the money, but that was different times. Anyway, tell me about uh, you handing up. Yeah, I always used to hand up... Um, uh, about 20 euro a week to my, well, 20 pounds uh, in, in, when, when it was before the euros came in. You know, I always handed up around that uh, to my father every week, like, you know, for 20, me. Sorry, 20 pounds. What year was this now? Um, oh, that would be going back to the, um, that would be kind of like um, the 80s, 90s, like, you know. Okay, so you, my God, you, 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 the player to you, Joe? Uh, 47. My God, you're the same age as me and I sound so much younger than you. Is that right? Yeah. Really, oh, God, oh, my. I thought you were about 70. Oh, no, no, I was, no, no. I thought no, you were no, going to start no, talking no. about shillings and farthings and all that and old money. My God. Anyway, so you handed up 20 quid back in probably the same as me, 1990. Is that yeah, right? Yeah, that's right. You know, because... Now, that's, that was a decent amount of money, wasn't it? 
was, yeah, because look at the way I looked at this. Your parents was there to look after you. You respect them and they'll respect you. That's the way I look at it like, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, you, you know, parents aren't there to be taken for a free ride, sure they're not. No, and I think that's what's done nowadays too. There's a lot of people that are taking their parents for granted. And I think it's led to a lot of antisocial behaviour and family problems in the house, in the home over the last number of years, like, you know? So my... Um my son is seven. Do you think he should be handing up money? Yes. Oh yeah, I oh. think his backside if he didn't. Oh jeez. Okay. So how much? Oh yeah. If he done it, if I, if I, if I had a young fella, a son, well, I'm not married, like, but if a young fella, if I had a son, he didn't hand up money to me, I'd break his legs. Oh my! But obviously, not literally. You wouldn't break his legs. Ah no, no. It's no. just the expression, like you know. I'd, I know. I so give you, a, I give him a clip around the ear, like. So you you expect kids, no matter what age they are, to oh, to yeah. hand. Oh Chris, I think that's the song with, with children today. They're spoiled little brats. Oh, God. Them, they think like that they can just do what they like and they treat their parents like dog beat, like, you know? I don't think my kids treat... Oh, don't they I'm do... I'm not t- saying you. No, no, no you're probably, saying, no, you're probably they're, right, they're actually. There's a majority of them there that do like, you know? No, they do take me for granted from time to time, Joe. They yeah. really do. I'm sure all children like... But look, the way I look at it is, is that if a person... If a, like, I see you... Like, I... I I just imagine you would be a good father now to your kids and you'd show them a bit of discipline, but they have to show you respect as well in order to get it, like, you know? Yeah, um, I mean, it's it's crazy how times have changed. Oh, shit, it's gone flaming mad, like, you know? It's gone unbelievable. It's like, gone unbelievable, know? it really has. Yeah, um, well, but I don't uh, think all kids are spoiled now, Joe, I don't. Well, I wouldn't say. It's probably uh, a minority that's, probably are, are okay, but then you have the minority that just don't give two fiddlers, you know, they think that is uh, uh, free for all, like, you know. Well, thanks very much for sharing your thoughts with me, Joe. I still can't believe you're the same age as me. Um, 47, yeah. 40, 47. And okay. I must say, it's a pleasure to listen to you. You've been, you've been brilliant there the last week. Or I hear, so I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not dying. <laughs> I'll be back. I be back. What I mean is, it's, it's, a pleasure, it's a pleasure to hear your voice. Oh, thanks. Because when I turned on the other night on Wednesday night, normally night the, the, it's the repeat, but I couldn't believe it when I heard the, sta- the, the intro coming yeah. on for Wednesday night because I said I'd been listening to the Night Boiling show for years, you know, yeah. and I couldn't believe that Wednesday night it was a live show. I said I'll definitely be listening out tomorrow night. Well, like, thanks you know? very much. They pay me one twenty-five an hour, by the way, to do this show live. You'll be happy to know. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. You want, a- get, you want to get on to the government and start? Uh... <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Joe. Okay. You're a gentleman. Yeah, I could talk to that man all night. Still can't believe he's only 47. He has to be lying about that. Uh, anyway, uh, yes, keep the text coming in. I was uh, revealing uh, that my first job, uh, I was certainly not born with a silver spoon in my mouth. I was made work for everything. I paid my own college fees. Uh, I worked while I was in college, waiting tables. I did the lot, did the lot. 16 hour shifts I used to do as well. And my first job as a table setter if that's what it's called, one twenty-five uh, an hour. In fact, actually, I just remembered, <laughs> in fact, it was a friend of mine who happened to be listening that just texted me and reminded me of a story. Uh, my first pay packet, uh, which was about £8. Pounds. So I didn't get taxed on it because it was so low. And I remember um, I uh, met a mate of mine in town and we went to the Virgin Mega Store, which was a big shop along the Quays in Dublin, and I used that money to buy a packet of condoms. Now, I wasn't even... I wasn't... What? What age was I, Ashing's asking? 16. 16, yeah. Now, 
I have to say, uh, they weren't being used for anything because I wasn't in the relation. I, I can't believe you just said it in my ear. No, it wasn't one of those. It wasn't for a pocho. Um, I can't concentrate now. I've just completely been sidetracked by this. Filthy mind, that girl, Ashley. Uh, I bought them just because it was the only place you could get them in Ireland at the time was the Virgin Mega Store, and uh, ended up buying them and they were never used uh, for anything because uh, I know you will all find this hard to believe that uh, there was a stage in my life where women didn't find me attractive and um, yeah, that's my story anyway. Now let me go to some of your texts before I take a break. Uh, Kev uh, in Limerick says uh, at one twenty an hour they're paying you too much can I just say before some of you start calling the uh, the courts tomorrow and the workplace uh, commission um, Arden's Classic Hits is not paying me one twenty five an hour now if they could get away with doing it they probably would um, let me see I, I got oh here's a text at one pound an hour oh my god um I was working for Dunn Stores in 1993 and it was 1.99 an hour. Now, for those of you listening to this, go, oh my God, that's awful. You have to remember, those were the, the days. That was back in the day. And 1.99 would probably get you a night out. Uh, I mean, that was, that was a lot of money. Uh, this texter says, who's this? Esther. How are you, Esther, in Tipperary? She says, I was getting £2.20 an hour as a waitress, 25 quid. Uh, a week. Uh, this guy, who's this? Who are you? Let me see. What's your name now? Um, Durkin. Is that your name, Durkin? Or is that just your name? Durkin in 2006. So that wasn't a long time ago. In 2006, he was getting four ninety three an hour. My God. That's actually quite good for 2006, I think. Anyway, thanks for that little trip down memory lane. And thank you very much for all your calls, your comments and your texts. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.